keep doing what you're doing. You're, you're perfect as you are. Just keep following your excitement. Just keep being yourself because, you know, you're you're just going to have to unravel all you, all that other stuff that you think you might need to be before you yeah. kind of return. Hey there, welcome to Jim with Jen, Empowering Your Pivot. I'm an ex-corporate girl turned chiropractor who is on a mission to help others make their dream a reality. I'll be sharing real stories from people who have made that leap into living a life of success on their terms. Making the leap isn't always sunshine and rainbows, but it's about showing you that you too can have the freedom of life you desire. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of Jamming with Jen. Today, I have Eric Balbiger. Um, Eric pivoted out of his full-time personal training into owning his own holistic wellness coaching company called Ease and Flow. Ease and Flow incorporates principles from Eastern philosophy, which emphasizes on the importance of living in naturalness, spontaneity, and the flow of life. So welcome, Eric. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to, to talk through kind of that transition that you had um, into owning your own company now. So can you share a little bit about yourself with the audience? Yeah, so um, so currently what I'm doing or, or how I got to this point? Both. So if you want to share first, like how, like that, how you got to this point and then currently what you're doing, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so I was originally going to school to become a physical therapist. I had quite a few injuries um, being a wrestler growing up, so I felt naturally drawn to it, and um, school kind of got the best of me. I really tried hard and burned myself out in the process, so once I finished undergrad, I just wanted to work a little bit in the physical therapy setting and kind of wait to continue my schooling. Um, as I was a very anxious person and very stressed, you know, I... I was naturally drawn to understand the mind. And as soon as I became kind of familiar with what meditation was, I started to explore that route a little bit. And then, um, believe it or not, uh, the dentist who I was seeing at the time noticed that I was grinding my teeth. And she she asked me if I was a stress, and I was like, yeah, I'm starting to meditate, but yeah, I am a little stressed. And she mm -hmm. lent me a book called The Power of Now. I'm not sure if you've heard of that, but... yeah. Um, yeah, so that book was kind of like my first introduction to really understanding what my consciousness was, understanding what my ego was and how it played a part in my, you know, in my personal suffering. And um, I realized how important the mind was to healing. So I started realizing maybe, you know, physical therapy might be a little limited for me in this sense. And um, I then shifted into wanting to become a strengthening and conditioning coach. It's like, okay, I could work with people's mindset. I could kind of be a little more holistic in that sense. And that's what I did. I became a, uh, I got my CSCS, um, which is a specialty in that strengthening and conditioning. And then, um, and then slowly but surely, I kind of realized the limitations of, of trying to work with people in that setting too. I would, you know, give people pieces of advice or different tools to use. I would try to encourage them in the ways that I had been encouraged, but it still kind of wasn't helping people transform or only like a small degree of people were transforming. Um, 
And so I'm continuing to work as a trainer. I hope this isn't too much. This is perfect. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) So I'm continuing to work as a trainer, continuing to deepen my own practice. And um, I'm working in the city and I get a call from my mom, actually, that my older sister had overdosed. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, while that was kind of surreal to hear that in the moment, I was very aware of all the things I had been learning up to that point. And I knew right away that if this were going to be as painless as possible, if I were to make this situation as good as it could be, I needed to surrender, right? I needed to let go. I needed to be present. And I was also becoming familiar with like the law of attraction and stuff like that at that time too. And I'm thinking if I could influence this situation in any way, I need to be grateful. So going into this, you know, really dark situation, I'm just, you know, telling myself surrender and be grateful, surrender and be grateful. And what began to unfold while my sister was in a coma was, was very surreal. You know, while I was consciously letting go of her form, what I was experiencing was nothing short of, you know, her formless essence, really. I could feel this sense of love all around me and this sense of okayness all around me. And while my sister wasn't able to come out of that state, what I tapped into in that time was this amazing connection to myself, to her, to the environment around me, to the universe, whatever you want to call it. And I felt like I was given this experience to put into the work that I did. Mm -hmm. And kind of on the, you know, a little side component to that. I had been a musician my whole life and I always felt very separate. My, the health side of me and this artist musician part of me were always very separate. And this, you know, this experience with my sister kind of became that unifying moment where this is the content I need for my music to give me a powerful message. And now I know how to apply all those things that I had been learning and practicing myself. Um, So I, Coming out of that, I began to realize I need to, or I want to become a life coach. I want to find out a way to become certified. And mm-hmm. that's kind of one one thing kind of happened after another kind of a nice domino effect to bring me to this point of working as a holistic well-being coach, I call it, or it's a holistic life coach. I include movement. I acknowledge nutrition, kind of all the little pieces that kind of help bring us together I like to incorporate into the way that I guide people to lead themselves gotcha yeah so now what type of audience do you work with primarily is it all different ages I think I saw on your website you work with um, like even Parkinson's patients things like that yeah so I do work with all ages um, and right now I don't really have a particular niche. I'm, I'm kind mm-hmm. of phasing from personal training to this. So people that I was doing either therapeutic exercise, like with Parkinson's are beginning to do this work. People mm-hmm. that had general health goals are beginning to do this work. But, um, the, you know, the artist in me and the musician in me that has been able to blossom through my own practices really wants to work with creatives as well. So it's kind of, it's kind of all around. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, through like through this pivot or transition into working with people and even trying to work with more creatives, um, did you have a lot of support behind, like with family or friends to help you with that pivot? 
Yeah, you know, I've always I've always had a very supporting family. My parents have always supported kind of every step along this journey. Um, my friends, my girlfriend have all have all been there. But you know, the the most potent support was when I joined a certification program, in particular, um, called the Institute for Coaching Mastery, um, which is led by a woman named Alyssa, Alyssa Nobriga, and um, the community within that space is was the most nurturing energy lifting space that I could have put myself into so yes and yeah yeah isn't it awesome that um technology now gives us this opportunity to connect us with this group of like-minded people so that we can grow ourselves better ourselves and put us into that community of like like the like-minded people so with that certification and that coaching group, like you get that support with that whole group of those people too. So. Yeah, it really, it really is amazing. And from all over the world, there's like no limit now, you know, there's, yeah. gonna, <laughs> there's really no limit. So it, it, it's amazing to connect it with that like-minded, similar energy, similar purpose yeah. collective for sure. Yeah, there are days where I wish I didn't have technology. And then I remember how grateful I am, how it connects me to people. So yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, through this transition and pivot, did you have any critics that you ran into um, just with starting up your own company? Yeah, so no critics, fortunately, but I always have, you know, people like my dad and my girlfriend who are very detail oriented and analytical and logical and and they they kind of you were always grounding me along the way but i'm the type of person that when i try to think too much i'll go into analysis paralysis yeah um so you know to get to this point i really needed to to let go of that you know i weighed things out but i just needed to really follow my excitement that was ultimately what led me to this point yeah, good. What do you think has been the most challenging as you made this pivot? Um, you know, I tend to be someone that could feel like they're not doing enough. And in response to that, try to do all the things. Yeah. So really like trying to become a business owner, like try, considering too many things at once and, and trying to do everything right. Um, and that kind of led me to really just trying to simplify, just kind of connect like this one mm -hmm. person at a time, one small group at a time and really organically kind of blossom into the next phases rather than thinking I need to have it all figured out now. Yeah. What do you think has been the most rewarding? With this type of work in particular, you know, as a, as a trainer, it's cool seeing people get stronger. It's cool seeing their energy change as they're more confident in their body and as they're, you know, as they're developing new habits. But with this work I do now in particular, um, you know, seeing people relieve pain through through a meditative process or for their energy to totally shift as they like really tune into that resource part of themselves or they tune into their truth and really connecting with somebody in that space really just and most of what i do is virtual now but witnessing someone's energy change kind of in real time or like kind of right before your eyes is pretty pretty fantastic yeah i um with my career i work with a lot of um, women 
in like health and wellness. And it, it's so cool to see people transform and like how their energy changes. That's by far like one of my favorite things too. It's so cool. Transformation. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. potent. Yeah. Um, so knowing what you know now today, is there anything that you would tell your five-year-old self? Yeah, I love I love that question because over the past year I've really had to tune into my inner child as as an artist as as a creative we really need to nurture that childlike self of us and I feel now I'm 29 now I feel now more like I was when I was five six and seven than I had been since then so you know that advice would just be keep doing what you're doing you're, you're perfect as you are just keep following your excitement just keep being yourself because you know you're you're just going to have to unravel all you, all that other stuff that you think you might need to be before you yeah. kind of return yeah i like that advice of follow your excitement because in my early 20s everybody kept saying follow your passion follow your passion and i was like i don't know exactly like i i know what i like but i don't know what exactly i'm passionate about and then i was given the advice of follow your um follow what you're curious about and i yes. feel like follow your excitement is the exact same thing follow what like you're kind of curious or it excites you to learn about um and i just actually talked to somebody yesterday about that and I wish more people would follow that, follow your excitement, um, and you'll find more things that bring you joy. But yes, yeah, so so much. So yeah, follow, I love curiosity. What, yeah, what's call, what is calling your attention? Yeah, that's re right. Whether it excites you, whether it's your whether you know it's your passion or not, or whether you're curious, it's calling you in some way. You just have to listen. Mm hmm. Yeah. Just be still for a little bit. Yeah, and listen. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Other than the Edgar Tolley book that you had said earlier, are there any other books or podcasts that you recommend? Yes. Yeah, so, um, so The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, his second book, A New Earth, mm -hmm. is really good. I love, you know, I started making a big list. <laughs> um, <laughs> Letting Go by David Hawkins is a really potent understanding of the influence of our emotional energy on physical manifestations of illness. Um, I love The Infinite Self by okay. Stuart Wilde. That really gives yeah. you a lot of like tools to kind of like unravel your ego. Um, and then I recently just read The Alchemist. Yeah. Which is really good. Yeah. Um, I love it. That book is, I read it a couple of times now. And I recently, I read it in December. Um, and I took so much different information from that book than when I read it five years ago. Wow. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. Um, and I was talking to Danielle, who I think I interviewed. She had been like the second podcast that came out this year. Um, that's her favorite book. And she reads it every year. Like every year she goes back and realizes like all the things that have changed within that year. So very cool. Um, do you have any podcasts that you recommend at all? So I, I feel kind of like a hypocrite now being in this space, but I don't, I don't listen to too many. Um, I love Alan Watts, who's like a, yeah. a spiritual entertainer. And I've listened to like his podcast, which is just recordings of him, um, giving lectures. Um, but yeah, any, anything that's, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if Deepak Chopra has anything out, but you yeah. know, anything that's just bringing awareness of that mind, body, universe, everything's connected type. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, I'm sure that there's so many things that have so much truth to offer within that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then where can people connect with you online? Yeah, so I have, um, I have a website, easeandflow.com. That's E-Z-E-N-F-L-O-W.com. Um, and then, yeah, and then you could message me through there. You'll see connections to my social media through there, but it's probably the, the most consolidated space. Perfect. Okay. I will definitely include that in the show notes too. So people can easily just go to that link. Um, is there any other piece of advice you'd like to leave, um, the audience with? Yeah. So, you know, cause we've been talking about, you know, following your passion, following yeah. your excitement, your curiosity. A lot of people, I think, you know, we have this idea of, of living our purpose or fulfilling our purpose. And that could, that could influence us to really look outside of ourselves and really try to, you know, put that purpose in something kind of grandiose or not attainable. So there's this, there's this tool that we use that I was taught um, by Alyssa Nobri called the Genius Zone. And you, you make a list of all the things that you're good at, mm-hmm. that you kind of know objectively that you're good at, and then you make a list of all the things that you love. And there's a place where what you love and what you're good at overlap. And that's your Genius Zone. If so, my, you know, my message is if you could identify your genius zone and if you could express your gift very openly, that's what, that's where our purpose really is. I believe our unique gift within that particular genius zone that I think that's our purpose. That's really cool. I've um, come across now a couple different times about people talking about living in your zone of genius. Um, and so I like that writing down what you're, you're good at and things like that, I think is helpful. So awesome. Yes, it led yeah. me here. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else you want to share at all? Um, yeah. am, I, am I able to, to share how I work with people now? Abs- absolutely. And invite people. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, so I offer something called a clarity session or what I'm now calling a flow session. Mm-hmm. Um, I offer this complimentary to people that are really looking to get clear on what their vision is, what their purpose is, what their goals are, and to then kind of bring up all the things that appear to be in the way. Mm-hmm. So kind of like the story I mentioned before, I was able to see that my obstacle was an opportunity. And there's this whole, you know, within the work that I do, it's all about using our blocks as the stepping stones to get to that place that we ultimately want to go and feel ourselves called to. So if anyone, you know, is interested in having a session like this, we'll get very clear on the vision. We'll see how we could use the obstacle as the opportunity, the blocks as the stepping stones. And I'd love to help anybody just create a map of how to begin moving forward on their infinitely unique journey. Yeah, that's awesome. And they can find that right. Just connecting with you on your website, correct? Yeah, on my website, yeah. there's an option to message me right through there. Yep. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Eric. I really appreciate you sharing your information um, and your story. Thank you so much for having me. It's so awesome to join you in this space and to be able to share. You're doing a wonderful thing. Well, thank you. Thank you 
so much for listening through another episode of Jamming with Jen. If you'd like to connect more, reach out to me on Instagram at Dr. Jen Forstner and make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast so that you're always up to date with what's going on.